Welcome everyone to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. Hopefully you all had a wonderful Christmas, or if you don't celebrate Christmas, hopefully you had a wonderful Sunday, and we have a very big episode for you today. But before we get into that, if you enjoy today's episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. You can get things like access to the Discord, bloopers if they happen, some quality HD posters at the $15 tier, lots of good stuff. Support your favorite Warhammer 40k podcast, patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Bricky, are you ready? I, I mean, maybe I should do my part first, but I will soon be ready. Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, our Black Friday and end of the year sale is a... It, it's still the end of the year. So, I mean, mm. this video is coming out on Wednesday the 28th. So you've got today and three more days to get your buy two things from the store, get 20% off deal. So you got like four days left. Snag it while you can. All of those posters, all of those old posters, they're all going away in like oh five boy. days. So Buy them. All of them. Yes, do what DK says. All of them. All of the money. Right our way. Right our way. Yes, that is all going away in like five days, and then you are done, done, done. So make sure you snag it. Uh, and if it's past that point, hey, Happy New Year. Hey, yeah. Happy New Yay. Year. Welcome to 2023. Uh, yes, it's it's all a new world. Uh, we probably will have new stuff coming out anyway. Like, there'll probably be... I, I have a new poster posters, idea yeah. that will stay stay forever, but that'll come out in 2023. So, yay. Right. Anyway, today's a day. Mm, a big day. A big day. A big purple day. A very purpley day. A purpley pink day, one might even say. Mmm. Strokes mustache. Mmm. Strokes long white hair. Oof. I mean, I'll give you a quote, and this time I know you're going to get it. Mmm. It's the Empress Children. Damn, you're good. Yes! Let's go! I read your mind. I knew the quote. Let's go. I'm so proud but unfortunately, you're wrong. It's Fulgrim. Get love, get fucked, Lamau. Oh. Well. Oh. I mean, technically, you know, we always do Fulgrim before the Emperor's children, in, in a sense, he, so. Well, he's Emperor's children, so th theoretically, I'm right. You know, theoretically, you're also wrong. But he's Emperor's children, so we have to cover a little Emperor's children, in it, it, that's gonna be a topic in the episode. Technically, you are correct. He is, in fact, the Emperor's child, mm -hmm. in a sense. Technically correct is the best kind of correct, mind you. Fulgrim is going to remake his <clears throat> entire legion with Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> Ooh, saucy. Saucy is one of the peak uh, <coughs> adjectives I would use to describe Fulgrim. <laughs> as well as Serpentine and Preety. Preety. <laughs> Preety. He's pretty. All right. Time to condense one of 40K's most established characters in an hour. I've, oh, joy. <laughs> I've got this. Don't you worry. I believe uh, in you. 
And uh, a classic reminder for those viewers, today we will be covering mostly nothing but Fulgrim. And then the next episode, we will be covering the Emperor's Children more with a good amount of discussion on the overall Legion and its two main characters, which is Mr. Bile and Lucius. Mr. And Bile. then the third episode, we'll talk about Mr. Rylanor because you hit the Patreon goal and you'll finally get to learn about Mr. Dreadnought. Oh boy, people have wanted to know about him for a long time. Yeah, Rylanor, he mainly, in my opinion, he mainly just has a baller speech, but, you know, despite it all, it's, it's, it's good enough. So, mm. uh, here's a quote for you anyway, just for the hell of it. It's Fulgrim. Going from the pursuit of perfection in all things to ultimate depravity isn't a journey anybody makes in one step. It's a series of small ones each one justifiable in its own isolated way. But after you've taken a hundred of those small steps, you're a long way from who you were at the start. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good quote for the Emperor's Children and, and sort of, whoops, now we're chaos. Oops, all chaos. Oops, all chaos. Mm-hmm. I like so, that. So, in the worlds of the 40K, uh, I will kind of go through this again because we you already know what happens but I'm you know for the viewers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good old biggie made his 18 well 20 20 primarchs and he had them in their capsules and it is said that he took secrets from the chaos gods in order to create them and then said lolamal got mine get fucked to the chaos <laughs> gods afterwards and the chaos exactly gods what he said yeah Verbatim. Specifically those words. It was crazy. And his chaos gods were like, man, I don't like that. And grabbed all of his children and threw them into a dumpster. Yep. And yeah, by I the dumpster, I mean the warp. Yeah, basically the dumpster. Basically the dumpster. Fulgrim the dumpster baby thrown out. And then he was instead landed on a planet known as Chemos or Chemos or Chemotherapy. I don't know. C-H-E-M-O-S. Oh, Chemos. Chemos? Chemos, Chemos, yeah. something like that. I'm going to call it Chemos from now on. Chemos okay. is a resource-poor mining world. It is a very bleak, unforgiving planet with a tiny little binary star with a nebula cloud surrounding it. So it's got this, like, twilight sky all the time. I imagine oh. Katie kind of has a similar vibe to it, but this time mm. it's more natural and not unnatural. Yeah. Um, but this planet was settled way back in the Dark Age of technology as a major mining world. But during the Age of Strife, the Eldar birthing Slaanesh, and then warp storms everywhere with all that classic issues, it was basically completely cut off from most to everything else. Which means they could not get the one major resource they needed the most, which is, drumroll please, food. Oh. Oh, you didn't have to do the drum roll. Well, then what the fuck were you waiting for? Uh, I <laughs> tried to put an edit, most likely, but uh, food. Oh. They needed fucking food. They had no fucking Shit. food. Yeah. They had uh. no food. Um, so their fortress factories across the planet had to produce all the resources, and, and people worked horrible lives, like dusk to dawn, working, 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 and they still did not have enough food. 
And like it wasn't it wasn't the classic mechanicus like efficiency must be increased. If your back is broken, get us we will servitorize you to increase efficiency. Like no no, it's genuinely like I am working day to night because if I don't, we all die. Like it oh, is geez. a full stop survival mode kind of thing. It is a desperation type of thing. Jesus. Also, that planet looks like shit. Like, it looks like there. a big turd. Yeah, it is just all land. There's there's no water. It is just like one large hunk of chunk of rock. Hunk chunk of. <laughs> there, there's like no I'm body thick. of water anywhere. Like I'm thick, like I'm chunky. Thick and Any. chunky like a Reese's. Yo, it's the big chungus planet. <laughs> anyway, um, the people of this planet, the the Kimos, the Kimosians, or Kimosians, uh, pronunciation harm. So, mm. because of this desperation, basically there were, there was really no culture to this planet. Like arts, the arts, the recreation, fun. Ha! What even is that? <laughs> you can't have fun when you don't have any fucking food. So it's all yeah. sacrifice. Name of survival, right? Mm-hmm. And so eventually, scouts mm. from this planetary force were like, "Doo I sure hate living here." Found Fulgrim's capsule, and mm-hmm. normally they'd be like, "Huh, kill it." We can't feed that. We we can't feed that infant. That's another you know, mouth I mean, to feed. We got to get rid of it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like they, they were they were really pulling off some some lessons from China. Like, well, Ooh. get rid get rid of it. Too many children. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were just you know like most Primarchs like oh, what a beautiful baby. It's so beautiful. It's gorgeous. It is affecting us with its beauty. And they brought it to the leader, the executives, and the executives were like, yeah, fine, you can keep it. So. <laughs> It was raised by one of the caretakers. Uh, oh, caretakers was um, the name of their like policing force. But he was being okay. raised by them. And he was named Fulgrim, which was an ancient deity of the Camosian people. All right. All right. Um, named after a god. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. We're, we're, we're sticking with the classics here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as it went on, the rest of the Primarch origin story is your pretty classic one. He got really big, really fast. He was really smart, but particularly he, using his genius, was able to fix up a lot of their mining equipment. You know, mm. like make it a lot more efficient, make it the production a lot better. Eventually, at the young age of 15, he became an executive himself, one of the executives on the planet. Okay. He was just really good at upping the world's production. In fact, so much so that he actually was able to start overtaking some of the mining outposts farther away from the planet that had been abandoned because not oh. enough people, not enough food. Yeah. Okay. So they must have loved him because once you start increasing efficiency, you don't have to work as hard. Uh, there's not quite as much desperation and things probably just overall got a lot better for chemos. Yeah, things got great for Chemos. They actually, for the first time in decades, were starting to produce a surplus, allowing them to huh. buy food and materials. And Fulgrim naturally became the leader of this planet. You know, typical mm-hmm. Primarch stuff. And popular, because of I this, imagine. he specifically wanted to supervise this massive cultural renaissance of arts, of the arts and the cultures, everything that had died in the name of desperation. Mm-hmm. So. The arts and sciences became like commonplace. They blossomed into this massive new cultural, you know, this is cult- it's a cultural renaissance. The man yeah. rebuilt Chemos's culture 
in place as it no longer needed to, you know, toil away the same way it used to to survive. Oh, well, good for Chemos for finally having a, an actual renaissance. Good for them. Yeah, and, and I mean, Fulgrim can be seen as a lot of people. Humble is not one of them. Um, <laughs> but at this point, Fulgrim was, was, was thoroughly just going with the classic nature of like, I want to make shit better. Shit sucks here. I want to make things better. I want the arts. I want the I want beauty. I want painting. I want poetry. I want all these things. Yeah, add a little splash of color to this gray hunk of rock. Can you guess which color he wanted to splash? Purple. Purple everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Color this planet purple. Immediately. And so, Everything. Naturally, the first thing to come uh, when the arts were reintroduced is someone who despises art. His name was the Emperor. Uh-oh. I mean, he doesn't actually despise art, but I don't think so. But well, he is a killjoy, though. He is a killjoy, absolutely. <laughs> so he arrived and was escorted to Fulgrim's private quarters, in which Fulgrim met the Space Marines originally there and the other various uh, prime. I think they brought a couple of Primarchs. I don't know yeah, if they brought other Primarchs sense. or not, but the he was one of the earlier found ones, so I'm not sure how many had already been found besides Horus. Um, and yeah. I think technically Alpharius, but that's... A bit of an iffy thing. I mean, just bringing Alpha or just bringing uh, Horus is probably enough, since he is the favored child, and you know, probably. But despite it all, he saw all of these giant armor-clad Marines made for war, but not just war, but you know, they they look pretty. And he was like, ooh. And eventually, the Emperor walked in, and Fulgrim, like most Primarchs, was like, "Holy shit!" Went down to his knees, offered his service. The classic. Oh, okay. Instantaneous. So no struggle. There's no no need to uh, transport him up and let him watch all of his friends die or anything. It was just, oh yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> I, no, I'm in your he, service. Yep. <laughs> no, he he in fact was not Angrond. No, good good for him. Although he still ends up with chaos. So you know. Yeah, no 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 trial of fire with Vulcan. No uh <laughs> no no. Sorry, Dad. I've already seen you murder me before. I know what plans yeah. you have for me, Kerr's thing. Nah, nothing like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he just kneels. It's like, oh yeah, I love you, Dad. Mm. Yeah. No, F Fulgrim's upbringing is is very close to a loyalist Primarch, and, and we'll see yeah. when it, when it goes downhill later. Um, but Fulgrim returned to Terra. You know, had a little time in the Emperor's service, as they all did, and he mm -hmm. met his third legion, the Emperor's children of the third legion of okay. Space Marines. This. However, was a bit of a problemo, as there was okay. a major incident involving the gene seed of the Emperor's children, and a lot of it was lost and could not be properly reproduced because they didn't have Fulgrim. So oh. in turn, when Fulgrim was sent to meet with his space marines, he sat in front of a meager 200 dudes. Oh, yes. Only 200, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm I actually, that that's like, actually fucking minuscule. Yeah, like, it, well, I guess in the world of 40k, yes, 200 is just like a little pin drop. I think the other ones had like tens of thousands. Like, yeah, it, it's it's a genuine de degradation of, of people. Regardless, mm. Fulgrim went to his 200 sons and he gave this this rousing speech, this huge amount of this 
Beautiful, beautiful speech. So so strong and, and amazing and all yada, 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 that the emperor was taken so aback, was so impressed by the speech that he named them the emperor's children on the spot and said only they could carve the imperial Aquila on the chest plates of their armor. As you can see, they've oh. got the Aquila right there in the center. They do, yeah. So they got the name because the Emperor was so impressed with Fulgrim's speech to these 200 uh, sons of his? So enthralled by it. Oh, okay. For for the longest time, I kind of just thought it was because Fulgrim was like, oh, yeah, we're the Emperor's children. We're the children of the Emperor. Praise him. And it was just sort of uh, um, his own little name for his... I didn't, I didn't realize it was the Emperor that actually gave it to him. Well, for, this is a, a great example of... What expectations do to a motherfucker? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, this is this this is a better story than what I thought because, like, them actually getting it because Biggie is so impressed with his his son. That's that's better. That's to me. That's above my expectations of what I was, you know, kind of thinking. They got well, their name with. I mean, you can see here by the quote that Shy just posted in the chat it says, "We are his children." Let all who look upon us know this. Only by imperfection can we fail him, and we will not fail. So, you know, kind of uh, like goes with what he said. Yeah. Oh, man, so, the foreshadowing, eh? Yeah, only by imperfection, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's a bit of a combination of a few things. Fulgrim was unable to truly live up to his brother's... How do I explain this? So with words, <laughs> that's what I have to say. Those, those, there's your words. <laughs> Fulgrim was a genuine case of I want to do well by you, Dad. I mm-hmm. wanted to take the worlds back. I want to bring things into compliance and make humanity strong. I want all these things. I want to do as well as my brothers. In fact, I want to be to do it perfectly. But okay. I have been given 200 dudes and they have like 30,000. Oh. I I literally cannot do it in time or yeah. to the to the amount you desire. You you named us the emperor's children and yet we are going to be doing probably the least amount of stuff because we are so small. It's just not so, possible for them to do what all of the other uh, what all the other sons are doing. Because they're such a small force. I'm sure they do a lot, all things considered, but there's no way they can live up to the name Emperor's Children with just, you know, their meager forces. Uh, he was just consumed by the idea that they needed to live up to this insane honor. Which means that they, in order to do anywhere near as good as his brothers, needed to be basically perfect yeah and this kind of idea this this pursuit of beauty and perfection was kind of consumed him a little bit mm-hmm. and his legion and his battle tactics they would fight in this like unusually artistic way this huge concern for appearances and aesthetics this level of like okay i we need to be perfect in all of our combat to live up to dad really just kind of consumed his mind this this need to be that's why that's why he looks the damn way he does like he already was someone who cared a lot about 
the arts and sciences and culture, but he needed to be like the perfect son. He was the emperor's children. He had a tiny fleet that couldn't, yeah, just, just a little fleet, you know, just, 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 just a little, little, little army. Just a couple guys. Just a couple guys. A few of them. That's a little, just a little army, you know? Tiny army, not a huge army. Just no. Army. No, just a tiny army. Um, now, do you remember who Fulgrim's best bro was? Um, shit. Like, one, it, was it one of the other Primarchs? Or was it like, um... No, yeah, this is I, this I, is I, why I, nobody ever forgets. This is why nobody ever remembers Ferris. Ferris Manus. Oh, it was Ferris Manus. Damn it! I was gonna guess that, but I don't know why I didn't think it was him. Primarch of the Iron Hands. So it was the Phoenician, which was the Fulgrim, and the Gorgon, which was uh, Ferris. And they yeah. first met on Terra at one of the greatest forges. As Ferris Manus was busy, you know, toiling with the forge masters, demonstrating his own skill with his liquid metal hands, as you can see in that picture. Mm-hmm. The T one thousand, sure. Oh, yeah. No, naturally. He, I mean, doesn't Ferris Manus literally mean like Iron Hand in Latin or something? It's like super on the nose. Asking me if I know Latin. I, I, it's, that was also directed to Shy. Thank you. Hand of Iron. Thank you. Hand of Iron. Yes, yes. All right. So Fulgrim came down to the forge and said he had come to, to craft the most perfect weapon ever created to to fashion the most perfect weapon ever made and bear it during the great crusade and ferris was like ha (laughs) fucking idiot you and your pasty ass hands could never equal that of my metal hands you with your 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 pasty little little ooh manicure little boy hands and never make any shit like me who's literally has metal fucking hands and so And so Fer- uh, uh, Fulgrim said, all right, fuck, fuck you, challenge, accept him. And they both stripped to the waist and had hard... Oh, uh, all right. Well, I mean, hey, as long as they had a good time, I, okay. Hey, they, they were testing each other's weapons, you know, naturally. Ah, yes. So after three months of unending effort, toiling in the forge and other things, who, who know? Like, we don't know exactly what happened in that forge. Three months straight? Fulgrim ended up finishing his weapon, an incredible Warhammer 40,000 called, it's a Warhammer, called Forge Breaker that could, and I quote, level a mountain in a single blow, which sounds like bullshit, but you know, it's the classic case. Yeah. Yeah. Forge Breaker, a gigantic hammer, and Ferris Manus made a golden bladed sword called the Fire, Fire Brand? Or is a fire blade? It's fire something mm. um, that said it forever burned with the fire of the forge, and both wow. were the best weapons ever made by a man. But upon seeing each other's weapons, they declared the other person the winner. Ferris was yeah. like, "Damn, that's a baller fucking hammer," and Fulgrim <laughs> was like, "Damn, that's a baller fucking sword." And yeah, then I was going to say, it sounds like they both made a weapon for the other one. Like, this big hammer. Rawr, break the... I mean, that, that sounds like something for Ferris Manus. And this golden, radiant, uh, always on the fires of the... That sounds like a, a fucking um, uh, Fulgrim weapon. A nice, beautiful sword. It sounds yeah. like they made a weapon for each other. 
And that's exactly what happened because they both declared each other the winner, bickered, and then decided to call it a draw and swapped weapons. And then Good. that's exactly what occurred was that Ferris used the hammer and Fulgrim used the sword. Yeah. I was going to say, I can't see Fulgrim using a giant warhammer. I was like, that makes no sense. That's a, that's a good comic there, Shy. I like that. What is this? Um, let's oh. try my hand. That art, fancy art business. <laughs> Best buds. Best buds. Very Best cool. Best buds. Eight pack. Pretty hair. <laughs> you. But actually, funny enough, that's kind of the thing with Ferris and Fulgrim is they were kind of the opposites, but they appreciate each other in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, remember Karn and, and Argel Tall? They kind of like didn't agree, uh, yeah. but they were still friends. Yeah, they're still buds. Yeah. Yeah. Best buds. Like, Ferris Manus was known as the Gorgon, which was after Medusa. And the idea, because mm-hmm. he can't, his home planet was Medusa. But like, a Gorgon is a terrible nickname. It's a, a horrifying <laughs> being that would yeah. turn people into stone. Yep, that you and, don't want to look at. Yeah. Yeah, most, most Primarchs would be pissed off with that name because it doesn't have the regal power. But. In a humorous situation, Fulgrim and Ferris were both meeting in this mountain, and Sanguinius was there and gave the Emperor a whole bunch of gifts, right? Statues mm-hmm. of glowing rock and gemstones and crap. And Fulgrim was like, oh my god, it's so beautiful, Sanguinius, oh my god, wow, someone else shares shares my love for the arts. And Ferris Mayus was like, that's stupid, what a waste of fucking time, art, what a dumbass <laughs> crap. And so Fulgrim laughed at him and called him a terrible Gorgon. Oh. And, and, and Ferris was kind of like, heh. I like I get, it. Uh, I like it. So he kept it. Wow. All right. All right. Mocking him for being a smooth brain. He's like, cool. I like but it. Ferris and Dorn are really similar. I'm not going to lie. They, they, got, <laughs> they got a lot of similarities. Difference is that Ferris likes his blacksmithing and Dorn likes his building. I was going to say, Ferris Manus also looks like one that maybe doesn't quite understand the concept of reading. He, well, he understands, yeah, he, he knows how to make a sword, but reading about a sword, stupid. Yeah, he looks, he looks like if he saw a book, he would try to headbutt it. Yeah, he, he reads, he reads a lot of manuals. Yeah, he, he's the kind of guy <laughs> who, true. instead of opening up a, a Netflix, he turns on, like, the, the TV guide. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Wow, look at all these channels. I'm not gonna read all that. And he just headbutts the TV. He's he's, he's got a he's got a forehead for headbutton. He 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 does. Ferris Manus is is quite the I mean he's got iron hands for God's sake. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I just no. I don't know. I, I, I see that picture of him that Shy posed and I'm just like he's gonna headbutt everything. Yeah, yeah, well he doesn't do much headbutting any oh, she beat me to it. Damn it. Oh. Alright. Continuing. Continuing. The Great Crusade arrives. Fulgrim is trying to do his absolute best to make a substantial contribution to the Crusade in his namesake, but Mm -hmm. really couldn't. So mainly he has played second fiddle to Horus and just kind of rolled around with Horus for the most part and helped him out with all of his stuff. Eventually, with time, his ranks were increased from Terra and from Chemos particularly the, the fortress city called Kallax, which is the one he led from. And with finally enough forces, he was kind of starting to able to set off and conquer around a dozen or so worlds. Okay. I mean, 
killing off the aliens in the wake and stuff before he yeah. would eventually arrive on the Xenos world of Laeron. Le- 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 yeah. Yeah. With that. L-A-E-R-A-N. Laeron. Okay. And Laeron is when everything gets fucky. <laughs> okay. A little fucky-wucky. All right. A little fucky. So this world was home to a Xenos race of serpentine people, multiple arms, and it was a full-on water world. Nothing but water. All the continents had sunken beneath the surface, and the actual Laer, A-L-A-E-R, is the name of the Xenos race, Mm -hmm. would live on these giant bunches of floating coral that were held up by anti-gravity generators. This was a fancy-pantsy fucking... um, Xenos race. They had some tech. And say, it would have sounds really cool. Like that sounds like a faction I'd actually want to play as. Oh, they're super neat. They have like four arms. They got all this fancy kind yeah. of shit. They, there's so no official like art, Nagas. but Yeah, there's no official art, but they look fucking dope as hell. Oh man. Um, Why is there no official art of these things? Because they all died. Oh, that's true. Fulgrim does find this planet, so he probably would wipe them out and claim it for the Emperor, wouldn't he? I mean, these were a strong-ass faction. They, they were even considered, like, taking a long time to subdue and perhaps even a possibility to keep them alive and offer trade agreement just because the pain oh. dealing with them was going to be mm-hmm. so much. But Fulgrim, ever wanting to show his prowess, ever wanting to show what he can do, was like, no, we'll take it ourselves and just by ourselves. Ooh. And he didn't. He Damn. exterminated the entire population of the Lier and uh, took a lot of casualties in doing so, but mm. murdered all of them for the Emperor. <laughs> for the Emperor. Damn. Uh, do the Lair have anything to do with why Fulgrim becomes Serpentine, or is this just a coinkydink? Oh, DK, you're jumping ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to connect the dots since I know he becomes a snake boy well why'd you spoil yourself because your mother I don't know damn you got me yeah but yes the the Lier also considered themselves like a perfect race Fulgrim was like no (laughs) I killed you you're not perfect so the nexus point dead center of this, all these coral islands was this enormous temple held up by that anti-gravity stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was found out eventually that, and if you couldn't tell by the art, these were Sladesh worshipping demons. Or not demons. No. A- a- aliens. These were Sladesh worshipping aliens. Hardcore to the T. The entire center nexus point was just constant, like, blaring music and sensation and orgies and all this <laughs> snaky all shit. All the excess, yeah, yeah. And dead center, way deep down this enormous temple, was an artifact. An absolutely exquisite, beautifully crafted blade called the Lier Blade. Ooh. Or Lier Sword. I guess you could prefer it to either. I think it's the Lier yeah. Blade, though. The blade sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. The, and the Lair blade was, had this like 
gorgeous pommel on the bottom. It was this curved front on the tap, uh, the top of the hilt. And uh -oh. inside this blade rested a greater demon of Slanesh. Uh-oh. And Fulgrim uh -oh. was like, damn, that's a pretty fucking blade. Because guess who didn't tell anybody about the dangers of chaos? Oh, bad dad strikes again. Mm-hmm. He has oh, no... no fucking clue what this is or anything so when the blade starts speaking to him when he picks it up and he's like "Ooh, damn i like this blade and he starts using it a bit more than the fire blade ferris gave him he just thought that the whispering was his subconscious trying to tell him things because oh, he no. doesn't know any better because he wasn't told because bad dad. Oh, bad dad strikes again. Oh, no. And he's an emperor's children. Why did you tell him? That's one of your favorite kids. Just tell him about chaos, damn it. Yep. <sighs> yep. God damn it, Biggie. You're so God bad at this. It. He was like, oh, I can't tell my kids about chaos because then they'll be tempted. Doesn't wow. tell kids about chaos. Chaos tempts them. Yeah. <laughs> kids have no idea chaos is tempting them. So the demon is cool inside sword, is a cool sword, though. The demon inside very quietly and slowly kind of whispers in his ears, you know, slowly moving him towards the aspects of Slanesh because perfection is already a Slaneshi trait. Um, hmm. The arts is a Slaneshi trait in general. Yeah. And all he needs to do is kind of crank it a little bit. <laughs> he began to use the sword a lot more, like I mentioned, than the Ferris's Fireblade sword. Uh, and he decided, you know, if this is my subconscious thinking, telling me about things, maybe I should listen to it, you know? I should listen oh. to my own mind. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So... The Emperor's children start to get a bit more debauchery, debaucherized, whatever, with mm -hmm. this. The, the blade is a greater demon of Slanesh, and a greater demon of Slanesh can be like, like a keeper of secrets. In fact, yeah. I, I probably argue that this is a keeper of secrets or something like that, that level, because it's being able to tempt not only him, but his legion. As his legion, oh. with the use of Fabius Bile, among others, starts mm -hmm. to get a lot more depraved. Oh, no. Um, we'll nobody, talk more nobody about that. Nobody in the Imperium notices how depraved and uh, debaucherized they're getting, and nobody thinks to be like, hey, uh, uh, this seems like a bad idea. Why are you doing it? Oh, hey, what's with that fancy new sword? Like, nobody? I mean, Big fancy e can't really is... sense that there's a there's an evil chaos sword and do something, or? Well, they didn't. Well, I mean, dude, the Night Lords were doing Night Lord stuff too, and like, Angron was going around beating people, and 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 well, and Percherabo was killing a tenth of his legion every so often. Like, I, there were a lot yeah. more things to think about than, hey, Fulgrim's acting strange lately. It's true. You do bring up a fair point. There's a lot of sussy shit going on. That uh, yeah, okay, okay. Not not to mention they were still like. Yeah, and like yeah, the world eaters being the world eaters, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making their brains <laughs> fucking up their heads. Like yeah. there were a lot of other issues we had. God True. knows what Lorgar was up to. 
Oh yeah, true. That, that that's fair. I mean, Fulgrim acting a little weird and having a new sword compared to the Night Lords and the World Eaters and Angron. I I suppose that's not really um, cause for concern that Fulgrim has a new sword and he's going a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. So he yeah he's decided uh, uh, to start like you know taking a bit of a listen. And eventually he found this new world. Gorgeous world. Beautiful. Pretty. Very nice. It was an Eldar maiden world. And he met with Mr. Gigachad Eldrad. It was an Ulthway guy. Uh, we don't even talk much about Eldrad. But Eldrad's kind of a Chad. Uh, El-Chad. Um, Eldrad was like, our seers have seen through and has seen the betrayal of Horus. And Fulgrim was like, I'm going to fucking kill you for saying that, you Xenos <laughs> bitch. And then... And, and does? No, Eldred is very oh. much alive and quite strong. Um, but he tries to kill him. Uh, but it's not just like he's already mad. But um, mm. not only is he mad, he's also like corrupted by this blade. So the blade, yeah. the Slaneshi blade, in the presence of Eldar, was like, kill him. Kill him now. <laughs> Do it. Uh, he didn't. He couldn't pull it off. But uh, he did have to fight an avatar of Cain, in which Ooh. he strangled to death, which is, Whoa. in my opinion, really dumb. Jesus Christ. He, he, he strangled an avatar of Cain to death? Really? Yep. Holy shit. The avatar of Cain is kind of a punching bag, if I'm being totally honest. Oh. Is it usually just used to be like, hey, look at how strong this other person is. They killed a big demon. Kind of a little bit, oh, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like the Worf effect where it's like, oh, look how strong the this uh, alien is. They beat up Worf on the away team. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. It's it's really aggra- it's really upsetting because the Avatar of Kane is super dope. Um, yeah. But basically, Eldred left, and Fulgrim was like, I'm so goddamn mad about this. And so he decided to virus bomb all of the maiden worlds he found. Whoa. Just because, because <laughs> fuck you, Eldar. And I must say, based. <laughs> Extremely based. You would find that based, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess a sword that has a greater demon of Slanesh in it would be like... Fuck deal, dark kill them, all of them. Well, I'm fucking, ah! you know. So yeah, I, I that makes sense. That the, the uh, one, blade. One would... more, one more time, please. There, what was that? Yeah, kill them all. Ah! You know, she's she's going crazy. Slanesh, you know. All right, all right, just wanted to make sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. So after that, Fulgrim was then dealt or sent to go deal with Horus and the problems that Horus was having, and Horus at this point. Mega corrupted, already yeah. super problematic. And as they were both like kind of ship to ship, uh, with with mm-hmm. quite a quite a few uh, quite a few ships, like f- the Emperor's children could really like lay fire on the Horus's fleet. He was considering like, okay, he could he could basically stop this right now. He could stop the whole heresy. He could stop everything. And then because he was just sitting at his flagship, not with the blade in his on his hip. And then oh. as he was, like, talking to Horus, and, and Horus is telling him everything that's going on, and his plans, his betrayal, Fulgrim is just there, like, I could put a stop to this right now. 
And then he kind of looks to his side and someone says, My lord, don't forget your blade. Oh, no. Which I'm <laughs> positive was the blade twisting the mind of whoever he was holding. Yep. You know, it's like, bring bring me to him, bring me to him. And then mm -hmm. Fulgrim grabs the blade and changes his mind. Of course he does. Of course he does. Damn you! So another instance of if Big E was a good dad, the heresy could have been prevented. In so many different ways. If, Hor if, if Big E was just a good dad and used good dad tactics, the, horse, the, the heresy didn't have to happen. Again! This is, I think, why a lot of people think that the, the Emperor is playing some 4D chess and knew the heresy was going to happen because he's his level of incompetence is so high that you just can't imagine. But it's it's obvious cope. That's complete copium. Oh yeah, but, that's total copium from like Big E fans, right? Yeah, yeah Big E isn't even really like a like he's not like a character. He, he's he's a. Yeah. He's a, a vessel of the story more so than anything. But yeah, mm -hmm. his incompetence is excessive. Oh, yeah. You need, so, you, you he, need he a could bit be more... Slanesh with that excess. Yeah, he, he needs a bit more um, explanation for why he hides all the fucking chaos. Yeah. But regardless, um, now Fulgrim is kind of with Horus in this one because Horus is this idea that humanity can never be perfect under the guise of the Emperor. Yeah. Like, removing the loyalty to, to the Emperor, to Terra. Like, the Emperor is the thing holding back humanity's perfection, humanity's future, with his, mm. his lying and his scheming. Yeah. You know? So, and you know, it's not, not, a hard, not a hard push. Horus then <laughs> yeah. sent him to go kill Ferris Manus, because he was mm. the closest with him. Um, kind of, I think Horus kind of knew he wasn't going to... Or no, he didn't try to kill him. He told him to go persuade him. Ah, um, okay. But Horus, I think, knew he could never actually do that. Mm -hmm. Ferris is a, is a brick. He's like Dorn. He's just, <laughs> he just cannot be easily swayed like that. And mm -hmm. so I genuinely think that... Shy, we're not there yet. Um, he, yeah, they met on his. They met on his ship... In which they chatted and Fulgrim tried to pull him towards chaos. And Ferris was like, are you high? Are, are you are you a goddamn moron? No. Fuck no. I ain't doing that. And so they fought. And mm -hmm. uh, actually, Fulgrim had the fire blade at this point. And I believe, oh. actually, Ferris Manus grabbed the blade with his two iron hands and was like, I made this blade. I can goddamn unmake it. And he blew it up. Oh, shit, yeah, he actually unmade, he just... Just was like, crack, and exploded. Wow. Knocked them all unconscious. Uh, Fulgrim oh, woke shit. up first, but couldn't really bring himself to kill Ferris. Mm -hmm. um, so instead, had all of his Terminator Phoenix Guard, is the name of them, to kill all of Ferris's um, bodyguards and stem and then open fired on ferris's fleet except for his flagship just to cripple him basically oh because he couldn't bring himself to kill him so he might as well cripple him so he wouldn't be a problem anymore yeah which didn't do a great job because the iron hands are they're all like like imagine every marine being an being a tech marine like being like a fucking tech adept of the mechanicus they oh. all are just mega understanding of all that of mechanics yeah. so they they fix that shit quick but Damn. You know, trying to cripple them down a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
So this is where you get to the big part. The big drop part. site massacre. Mm-hmm. So it's you remember the drop site massacre? Yeah. Classic. I'm Horus. I'm a traitor. Hooray! Come, come well, kill me. Salamanders, <laughs> Raven Guard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Iron Hands and so on. And yep. They all go to kill him, and then it's like, oh look, we're being reinforced by the Iron Warriors, Night Lords, Alpha Legions, and Emperor's Children. Yay! Reinforce. Oh my God, they're killing me. <laughs> Rot row, Raggy. A disintegrating yep. emoji. Yeah. That is that is indeed a massacre. If ever there was a perfect example of a massacre, that that would be one. Stop shooting us, Iron Warriors! You're hitting our troops, says the word bearer. Have faith, no. word bearer. We're all leading today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always like that. Always like that quote from First Heretic. Stop shooting me! N- no, no. Says Pertrabo. Continues firing. Lamau. Elameo. Yep. So Fulgrim, equipped with his fancy lair blade, goes down to the surface and fights Ferris Manus. His best bud. His best bud. And they fight and they fight and they come at blows and they smash and they slam and they and they whack and they slam and they whack whack how and all the words. Are those, are those the canonical sounds that their fighting makes? Of course, a Fulgrim is like, like uh, Ferris Mass is a Primarch. He's a tough son of a bitch. He's, yeah. he's a tanky son of a bitch. He's very good at, at fighting and all that stuff. But Fulgrim is, is pretty up there in terms of dueling. You know, mm-hmm. Angron, Lehman Russ, Sanguinius, few others, they can just like rip apart the larger body count, maybe. But Fulgrim and, like, the Khan and I think the Lion are, like, some of the top-level one-on-one fighters. It's time to duel. We're sending you to the Shadow Realm, Ferris. Which, when you think about it, the Shadow Realm really just is the warp, isn't it? It's, it's Yeah, it's kind of the warp, yeah. So Fulgrim gets the better of him and stares down at the bloody, broken mess of Ferris. And at this point, he kind of is absolved in his mind for a second. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks, he kind of sees his brother down there and his brother is looking at him and there's, there's no like admiration or sadness in Ferris Manus's eyes. It's pure fucking hatred. Wow. It's pure like Fulgrim. I hate your guts. Damn. Like I despise you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did turn trainer traitor and betray everything that, uh, And he, you know, everything that he stood for. So I could see that. And Fulgrim kind of looked around at his legion. And he, this is when he kind of had this moment of clarity as he saw his noise Marines and, or his space Mm -hmm. Marines. And this is full stop. The hardest they had been degraded with Fabius Biles experiments and all they've been doing. Like Mm -hmm. they were, they had just giant distended jaws and stretched skin, and, like, the corruption of Slanesh had really taken over his legion by now that he never truly saw. Oof. Like, I don't know they, how they you had, miss it, but all right. Well, he was under the influence of the air blade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, they originally it started with drugs and things to help enhance combat, and mm-hmm. then for fun, 
and then there, there's also the the musician play at, at his uh, flagship, uh, the Le Fenice, mm-hmm. which is uh, we'll talk about next episode, which is a whole <laughs> thing. All right, all right. That's a whole thing. Yeah. But <clears throat> despite it all, he saw kind of where he had really gone down to. And at this point, he wasn't planning on killing Ferris Manus, but his arm just kind of moved with its own motion. Oh, chaos sort of moved him to do it. Mm-hmm. Chaos just kind of took control of his hands and was like slow sweep, just went whoop, and there rolled Ferris Manus's head. Oh. So one might say he got ahead of himself. One might say Fulgrim was head and shoulders above Ferris Manus. Yeah. One might also say Fulgrim was heading in the wrong direction. I'll give you one more. (laughs) No, I'm good. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm expecting one more. Um... Uh, I don't have one more, sorry. Anyway, after this fucking embarrassing statements by DK, what? Uh, he will become a servitor next episode. Oh. The uh, Fulgrim was like fully loosened at this point. Mm-hmm. Fully loosened. It was like, oh my God, what the fuck have I done? Like, I, he was my brother. I, I killed him. I, uh, like, absolutely losing his mind. Mm-hmm. And How could just, this happen to me? I made my mistakes. Just fucking burst into tears on the Aww. spot. And the demon in the blade spoke to him and said that it could take away all of this pain, oh, all no. of the suffering and sorrow, and Fulgrim in this point of just pure anguish, and, and like emotional pain at what he had just done, decided, yes, I will choose nothingness. I will <sighs> gladly take oblivion. I will end it all. And with oh, that, no. the demon snatched up his body and locked Fulgrim away into the painting in on his flagship. Oh, no. That's, and, boy, that's just, that sucks. Fulgrim, Fulgrim was suicidal, basically. Yeah. Fulgrim was like, I can't live with what I've done, and I would rather choose Oblivion. Oh, man, that's, that, that is tragic. It's pretty sad spaghetto. Yeah, that is, that is Shakespearean tragedy right there. Everybody dies, the villain wins. Blech. So after this, like, Fulgrim goes back to Horace, and Horace is like, you're not Fulgrim. <laughs> uh, what? Mm, that's this isn't right. And and the demon was like, yeah, nope. I ain't, I put him in the painting. I'm I'm a demon. I'm I'm crazy. But I am a warp entity and a cha- and a gray demon of chaos, Slanesh. And I'm not gonna kill you. He came to Horus unarmed. He's like, oh, I wow. would. I'm trying to do the same thing you're doing. Like, I'm gonna serve the ruinous powers and. Horace said, it's probably well, better that I okay, don't keep, sure. <laughs> probably better that I do, don't kill you and keep you as an ally because you're in my goddamn brother's body, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna free him one day, goddammit. 
Oh, okay. Um, so Horus still actually wanted to free Fulgrim and get his brother back. Oh, yeah. At the time, at least. Okay. Yeah. At the time, okay. because, you know, Horus eventually gets problems. Yeah. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah, he has his own issues at some point. But mm-hmm. um, actually, funny enough, the person who was taken the most aback by it, the one who's the angriest about this was Lorgar. Lorgar? Lorgar. Really? Lorgar. They all sat around the table, and Lorgar was just like staring at Fulgrim, like eyes locked <laughs> with him the whole time. This is after the Dropside Massacre, right? And yeah, so yeah. he was just looking at him over for a long time. And you could like huh. see his face was like scrunching in anger. And, and like, like, you know, when someone's just really fucking mad, but they can't say anything, so like they purse their lips and <laughs> their yeah. eyes are wide. Mm-hmm. So staring at him the whole time, and eventually Lorgar stood up, grabbed his Crozius, and just whacked him in the head. <laughs> Lorgar walked up and Damn. was like, "What the fuck is this?" And went wham, <laughs> smashed him in the head with wow. it. And then, and then Horace and everyone else was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 chill, bro, whoa. chill, chill, We're on the chill, same chill. Side. yo, bro, chill." Yo, she. <laughs> God damn it, DK. <laughs> but Lorgar kind of had this feeling of this is not the same. Fulgrim is not here. Fulgrim is being taken over. This is not like my sons, the Gal Vorback, the, the demon possessed hybrid combos. Mm. Where it's a symbiotic relationship. This is no. This is not like my Argel Tall. This yeah. is is parasitic. Oh yeah, this is just a complete takeover. That's it's not even Stevens. It's just yeah, he was just completely taken. This is when Lorgar is like ludicrously powerful too. Like oh. Horace put his hand on Lorgar's shoulder, be like, "Hey, stop it!" And then Lorgar turned to him and like stared him in his eye, and like with this psychic abilities, forced Horace's hand off of his shoulder. Ooh, damn. He, he, he psychically commanded Horus to remove his hand from his shoulder. Yo, that's some emperor shit right there. Good lord. Yeah, Ascendant Lorgar is kind of nuts. Lorgar before then may have been a Primarch, but he was kind of a little baby bitch boy. That's Ascendant true. Lorgar was... is, is nutty. It's almost yeah, like he took Ascendant a fucking... Lorgar's no joke. I mean, it's almost like he took a fucking, like, Titan's melt of shit to the face and lived. <laughs> Yeah, you know, ooh, yeah. But Twice. despite this, despite this, Lorgar eventually left and was like, "I'm gonna figure this shit out. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna, et cetera, et cetera." And he left because Lorgar is pretty pissed ever since fighting Korax. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, naturally, naturally. So this is where the weird part arrives. So there's this guy called Captain Lucius. Lucius mm-hmm. the Eternal is also his name. He's the he's your main captain-y guy, the you know, the, the Typhus, the Sevatar, the Sigismund, oh, the, the classic yeah. I, guy. I remember him. He's the one that has the uh the armor with all the faces on it. That is correct. He has also got a terrible mini, but that is him. Yeah. All the art of him looks really cool, but his mini is atrocious. Mm-hmm. He's also really good in game, which sucks. So that means you got to run as many. <laughs> Doesn't he have some weird thing where, like, you told me about him? It's like uh, if if you kill him and you take 
any emotional pleasure out of it, he immediately like respawns in your body and he becomes you and you become a face in his armor or some shit. Uh, I think that's about right. Yeah, I, I need to double check, but I think I think you got the idea. Yeah, he sounds he he does sound he sounds like a big old bag of bullshit. But yeah, I I, I like I remember liking Lucius. Can confirm, indeed, bag of bullshit. <laughs> anyway, confirmed. Um, confirmed. Uh, yeah, his horse heresy mini is all right, though. Eh, it's kind of boring, to be honest with you. But like, it's it's fine. But it's well, not it's like pre, anything you know, super it's, it's, interesting. Yeah, it's pre weirdness. Anyway, mm-hmm. Lucius was like, something's up with dad. Dad's <laughs> being weird. I don't know. I don't understand this. And he kept on thinking that there's, he kept on having these weird dreams, constantly dreaming and dreaming about the painting. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, like that that something is wrong with Fulgrim's body. So I eventually went to the painting in the, uh, in the music hall and looked at it very closely. And the eyes of the painting like followed him and stared at him the whole time with like this weeping sorrow and tears and crying. Mm -hmm. And he was like, holy shit, dad's in the painting. (laughs) <laughs> Holy shit, that's <laughs> Okay, okay. So him and a bunch of the Warrior Lodge, the Third Legion, and I think Fabius Bile as well, all were able to swarm Fulgrim and knock him unconscious with a bunch of their fucking, like, um, Phoenix guys. Like, like really overpowered him. And they okay. basically took Fulgrim, strapped him down to the examination table, and did ungodly things to his body. Oh, no. They, they did excruciating torture to him oh. to try to remove the demon from his, uh, from his body. Mm-hmm. Um, Fulgrim, turns out, had already torn himself free. Oh, no. Thing. <laughs> oh, no. It just gets worse. So Fulgrim, actually, a while ago, had already excised the demon when he came to his senses and put the demon back in the painting. So it was the demon making the dreams of Lucius to try to get him to be freed. Oh, no. And so Fulgrim willingly submitted himself to this torture for the hell of it. Wow, really? Yeah. Just just for funsies? Yeah, and and then Fulgrim just easily tore himself free of his restraints and stood up and was like, yeah, it's me. (laughs) Not bad, boys, not bad. See you next yeah. Sunday. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I do not fucking get this part. I think it's because Fulgrim wanted to... He's kind of gone the Slaanesh route already. And he hates the Emperor for lying. And he's like, wait a minute. Yeah, this demon was a fucker. But Slaanesh is the, the king of perfection. The chaos god of perfection. We should try to be like them. And I'm going to discover all of the excess feelings of the world. Mm. So... Fulgrim seems to have embraced Slaanesh much more willingly, possibly yeah. due to the, some coercion and corruption, possibly due to just Horace telling him. But he says during the time he was stowed away in the painting, he was studying chaos, studying the warp, studying the demon, and he liked what he saw. Oh, okay. And, and I mean, Shy says he did it for the memes, and I'm not sure if I'm entirely there to debate her on that one. He might have just done it for the memes. He did it all for the nookie. Wow. So you can take that cookie. Wow. You are going 
back a ways, dude. Stick it up your heels. Yeah, a little, little bit, a little bit. I mean, you're sticking it up something, all right. <laughs> so after this, the next step in the Horus Heresy was for him to meet up with Percherabo and the Iron Warriors to go get this fancy-pantsy thing called the Angel Exterminatus, which would be amazing Ooh. to help them in the Horus Heresy. Mm-hmm. Good old... And this is, I think, also the part where Perturabo is like, hey, check out my cool Titan mini, and then slams his face into it. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Yeah, okay, okay, sure. I just I just find that fucking humorous. <laughs> um, because, because Perturabo is Perturabo. Yep. But... Basically, what happens is that they're going to this fancy-pantsy crown world uh, of the Eldar. And they in this world is way, way deep down, deep, 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 deep. They are going to find this Angel Exterminatus. Also, when they first met, or when they met this time around, Fulgrim gave um, Perturaba this fancy cloak with this fancy-pantsy gem on it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, here's this this thing for my, you know, it looks nice. Here, Here's this great bit for you because you know we're friends and all this crap okay so they all decide to go way down into this eldar crone world in which all of the crystalline statues of eldar wake up and they're like ah they're getting close to the well of power or you know some eldar stuff yeah yeah. it's it's the not important part they start attacking they start fighting the eldar classic not important yeah 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 i'm sure the eldar loved 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 seeing Fulgrim there, completely given over to Slanesh. I'm sure they just loved seeing that. Yeah, the Eldar actually, you know, the more I think about it, they can't really catch a break. No, <laughs> the Eldar do not. They seem to catch not many breaks. I, I maybe I maybe I'm maybe I feel bad for them. Maybe not. Just kidding. No, you don't. You love but it. Down this sp- unending spiral of light, way down to the bottom of the world, there's this big, slender bridge arched out to the center of a giant spherical chamber of just, like, unending, defying proportions. Mm-hmm. Anchored to the equator of the of the planet, jade light, like a miniature sun, all this crazy, like, void of, of impossible bright heat, blah, 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 etc. Perturabo found out the Angel Exterminatus never existed because Fulgrim was to be the Angel Exterminatus. I shall become oh. the greatest weapon of all time. And of course, Perturabo is like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> this narcissistic douche. That does sound like a Fulgrim move. So yep. Fulgrim, or like Perturabo, unamused at this, was like, all right. Now, uh, Pertrubo had the hammer of Ferris Manus and was like, okay, I'm going to kill you now, you fucker, <laughs> for, for doing all this shit to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but find that, finding out that the gemstone that Fulgrim had given him was actually Uh-oh. draining him of his life force and energy. Oh. And Fulgrim was planning on basically giving up Pertrubo to the Chaos Gods <laughs> in exchange for his ascension. Oh my god. Wow, Fulgrim. Wow. Holy shit. Alright. That is that is I mean that's that's some 40 chess right there. That's that's next level strats. So he smashed Perturabo to the side across the chamber, and <laughs> he was then lifted up into the air with like a green torrent of light around him. Like like the ascension, his his armor shimmering, all his fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um 
some loyalist guys came in to start attacking them. A lot of crap like that. I'm I'm skipping over a lot because we're already sure. now we're ten episodes into this one. Yeah, yeah. But Perchrabo is able to regain his his uh, to his feet, grab the stone, and just yeet it into the gigantic chasm uh, to, <laughs> into nothingness. Yeah. And moving forward and up, Fulgrim like kind of trapped up there, being surrounded by this thing of fire and flame. So Perchrabo mm. walked up to him and said. Lola Mao and just smashed him in the chest with the fucking hammer. Oh. Just full stop went. This is all right, pretty boy. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> well, bam. <laughs> and this basically <laughs> killed this basically killed Fulgrim. Yeah, just, I would imagine. Just destroyed his mortal oh. shell. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a oof. That's a big oof. But uh, in destroying his mortal shell, his energy and body started to change and adjust, and his legs became serpenty, and he grew horns, and Uh, this was the big ascension to Demon Fulgrim that we all know. uh, So Perchrabo couldn't totally stop him from ascending. No, by killing his physical form, he basically gave him room to ascend in a non-physical form. Okay, so he was the catalyst for making... So what would have happened if he didn't uh, hammer blow him? I feel like... Shit, I don't know. Maybe the same thing. Maybe his, his yeah, physical maybe. form would have just been, would have just just been ripped apart. or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just like torn up. powers and, of chaos, yeah. And sacrificed or something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it says, oh, Shai says the whole draining of Percherabo left him crippled, and that's why he eventually had to become a demon Primarch to save his own life. Oh. Okay. Wait, you mean Percherabo, Shai? Yeah, I think she means that's why Percherabo had to become a demon Primarch, right? Because he got drained so much by the okay. gem. Yeah, still still don't love that. At least there's a reason for it. Still don't love the Percherabo being, uh, being a demon Primarch, but... Yeah. But oh, at least well. at least there's a fairly good reason for it though. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I don't like being a demon, but I also don't like the whole dying thing. I'd rather be a demon than well, I don't know. If anyone if anyone was like, I'd rather be dead than a demon, I think it'd be pretty. <laughs> it might be for trouble, yeah. Yeah, it might be. Actually, I don't know. Per trouble is so hateful, he'd be like he'd probably be like, if I'm a demon, does that mean I get to kill Dorn better? They're like, yeah. Like Fuck yeah. Sign me up. That's a good point. I guess it depends on what side of, of, of bitter he wants to be on. <laughs> he has grudges I, to settle, yeah. Anyway, Demon Fulgrim arrives. Um, Shy, correct me on this one if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the, the Emperor's Children of Fulgrim don't do a whole lot in the Siege of Terra. I think they mainly just go around Terra grabbing civilians and torturing them for the lulls. Sounds like a slaneshy thing to do. Sure, I, I'm I'm actually pretty positive that's uh that's the main <laughs> thing they do during the siege. They're just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go torture and maim and 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 do unspeakable horrible things to the citizenry of Terra, in, including certain other things that we cannot say on YouTube. They go rogue and literally turn civilian populace into drinks and drugs in a blender. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, that's about right. Yep, they're just like, man, fuck this whole Terra thing. I'm going to go. This, this is what happens, Horace. 
when you bank your entire goddamn uh, your entire goddamn force on the stinky Death Guard, fucking Angron, <laughs> and the dude who turns people into milkshakes. Nice job, wow. Horace. Great allies you've got there. Also, by the way, uh, Conrad Kurz is is flying across the depths of space because he got jettisoned in a locker. And then Pertrabo's like, wow, I'm out of here. <laughs> Shai said, and Pertrabo seeing this shit says, fuck this joke of a siege. I am out. And he dips. Oh, yeah. Wow. Eventually, he's like, okay, <laughs> all, our entire forces are, are surrounded by demons of corn. The like Death Guard, like, I'm gone. Yeah, Pertrabo <laughs> literally leaves. He's like, this is a joke. This is this ludicrous. <laughs> Pertrabo. Staying based as always. As always. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around uh, them turning rogue and turning the populace into drinks and drugs. That's that's a lot. Yeah. So so that's nothing. That's very slanesh, To be fair, Fabius Bile loves his drugs, but he loves <laughs> his drugs a lot more when they can be synthesized from people. Oh. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Mm, mm, yum, yum, yum. Soylent Greens is people. Soylent, yeah, Soylent Purple. <laughs> yep, Soylent Purple, yeah. yeah. And, uh, from there, Fulgrim goes off to do his own thing. He, uh, he fights Gilliman, shanks him in the throat with a toxic blade, and puts <laughs> him in, and puts him in the, uh, stasis field for 10,000 years until he's eventually woken up again. Oh, so it's Fulgrim that uh, gives him the mortal wound that needs to be, uh, that yep. he needs to go in the pot for? Oh, okay. Yep, yep. I guess I didn't realize that, or I forgot. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I told you, but it's yeah, fine. That was a while yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he slices his throat, sends him away. Um, Fabius Bile was able to uh, clone Fulgrim. It's so crazy. The wiki has only three paragraphs on this on this whole clone. Okay. He's able to finally make a perfect clone of Fulgrim, and the Fulgrim clone is like, man, I sure do hate all the horrible things I've done. And then and then Fabius Miles is like, damn, I'm a little scared that you're going to do all the horrible things you did again. So, uh, yo, Trazen, here you go. He, ha- have this clone in exchange for a bunch of gene seed I want to experiment on. And Trazen's like, bet. So now no Trazen has a clone of Fulgrim. <laughs> okay, so they literally just made a clone of Fulgrim just to give to Trazen and never see again? Yeah, it's it was one of those things that I think they wanted to do more with the story until they realized it was a bad idea and then basically just locked. You know, Fulgrim, or not Fulgrim, Trazen's vault is a great, like, retcon vault. Just like, just lock away shit that we don't want to deal with right now. Just put yeah, it in the vault. Put yeah, it in the vault. Trazen's not going to give it up, so whatever. Just lock it in the, yeah, it's fine. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, just, I mean, just, just they put just, in the vault. Couldn't they just kill the Fulgrim clone? Just have Fabius Bile be like, oh yeah, this is a bad idea. Shank. I mean, <clears> you know, it's a little hard kill to kill it. the Fulgrim clone. It's a clone of Fulgrim. That's true. It's the clone of a Primarch, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And that's uh, that's kind of where we're at with Fulgrim. Uh, there's not a whole lot of talk about what Fulgrim's been doing out and about right nowadays. He's uh, okay. The the person who we talking a lot more has been Angron, um, but that's why Angron's return has been recent. 
They mm-hmm. tease Fulgrim. You know, he's probably out and about killing and torturing and doing other things I can't say on YouTube to people uh, because that's just <laughs> yeah. what he does. Yeah, he's um, slithering around out there somewhere doing some messed up chaos stuff. And humorously enough, his uh, demon form actually looks a shitload like the lair. They have the four mm-hmm. arms. They have the slither, the serpentine body. Um, though he does have big wings now and stuff, which is kind of yeah. cool. Um, I, I like. Does look like a lair. I hope they lean into the like his face in that picture. Kind of reminds me a lot of like, um, what's the ring girl like Sotoko or whatever. It, it reminds oh, yeah. me of like of like the spectral Japanese ghost that has the really long, wide open mouth and the bright eyes. Oh yeah, it does. It kind of has that vibe. I hope they lean into that if they ever make his mini. Maybe. Like the like the crooked head, the white hair, just like the long leering face and the giant constantly open mouth. Yeah, sure. Kind of interesting. I kind of like the menacing one above though, honestly. The one that uh the one with like the purple armor and everything and the the big wings and the blades in all of his hands. I, I kind of like that one better. Oh, I kind of like the more like yokai looking one. Yeah, but you're dumb. You made a whole bunch of head jokes, and they didn't even land. Unlike Ferris Manus' head, which very much landed on the ground. Hey, ba-bumps. But, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's that's really Fulgrim. Fulgrim is uh, the, the result of one bad dad again, but yep. unending ridiculous levels of expectations and the need to please absolutely destroying somebody. Yeah, yep. He wanted to please Dad. He wanted to live up to the name Dad gave him, and it ended up being his downfall. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's kind of goes. It's it's a lesson to be learned that don't like a constant pursuit for more and more and more will only bring you down. And mm-hmm. uh, putting horrible expectations on people is just not a good thing. Yep, yep. He he was trying to fill uh, an excess that couldn't be filled. Hmm. Mm, 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 mm. That being said, many other parts of him were definitely filled. I get it. I, 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 I get that ham. I get that ham. Sex. He's talking about intercourse. Intercourse. <laughs>